Welcome to Becoming Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Taylor Campbell. I'm a birth and bereavement doula, as well as an adoption and surrogacy doula. Doula means woman who serves. And although I love happy births, adoptions, and surrogacy, the pro bono part of my business is in bereavement. I'm here to help you. I'm also mom of 18, yes, 18 children, with over 30 years experience in the trenches as a mom myself. We have a huge blended family, and I've also experienced the loss of our adult son. Remember, give a shout out to those brave enough to share their stories on how they have become parents. Let's dive in. Welcome to Becoming Parents. I'm so excited today. I have John Brewer on. John, how are you today? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. You are like the most mellow guest I have ever had on the show, (laughs) Um, (laughs) which is great. Right now I am. (laughs) It's pre-coffee. Um, I'm excited about this because we're going to weave through a lot of different things in your story. So you jump in and tell me about how you started with becoming parents. I know from your notes, you should have had a second child by now. I did. Yeah, actually uh, on the 10th. uh, So we have a newborn now. So yeah, we got two under two, which is uh, actually, I'd have to say right now, it's not as hard as I expected, but it's still, you know, it has moments, but. Uh, all in all, it's not that bad for right now. Anyway, obviously things change, but, uh, but yeah, my, uh, I mean, I'd say mostly my story begins, um, you know, I did grow up in a, a, a separated, uh, household where my parents divorced when I was going in third grade and it was, uh, my dad, he was married before my mom. So I have two half sisters and then I have one younger, uh, sister. And so I got three sisters and uh, you know, obviously, you know, so I know a little bit of how it was before, you know, they got divorced and then afterwards, but obviously the, the time before that, you know, I was young, so that I don't really understand a lot that was going on, but at the same time, you know, I do think that a lot of the parenting comes from knowing your parents and, and just, which that's the funny thing about it. As I've become a parent, I realized that I didn't know everything that was going on as a child. And then, you know, that's kind of part of, how I try to parent now is, you know, uh, you know, there's some things that you do need to shield themselves from. And then there's other things that maybe, um, you know, you just got to be cognizant of like what they're picking up and and how you're presenting yourself as parents and adults and things of that nature. But anyway, so I would say like, for the most part, uh, you know, learning how to parent, it started then because obviously once my parents got divorced, being in the third grade and, and kind of quote unquote, the the man of the house, you know, there, there's a little bit of a different uh, role that, that comes into play. Not to say that I did anything, uh, you know, significant, you know, more. It's just, you know, a different type of feel around the house. And then, um, you know, as I got older, uh, you know, actually, I lost my dad in 2014, uh, actually Christmas Eve. And oh. that was another, uh, yeah, that was another big like shift in my life to where, you know, now I had three sisters who didn't have their father. Um, and, and there was a lot of stuff going on at the time. And so I I really had to shift my focus on, um, you know, kind of my dynamic in the family and things of that nature. And, and at that point in time, actually my sisters, they all had, uh, you know, children of their own and, uh, were married and, and things of that nature. So they had their life, but at the same time, you know, losing a father unexpectedly is, is definitely uh, not something that 
anybody should go through. And then at the same time, it definitely creates a very dynamic shift in your life. And so, uh, so that's when, um, you know, that's another kind of big moment in my life to where I really had to start really thinking more about outside of myself uh, uh, as yeah. an individual and more so about my role in, in a family. And then eventually, and, and at the same time, <clears throat> you know, it, it's weird because once he passed, I saw myself really seeing his attributes, attributes in myself and, and, ah. and really trying to, uh, to, you know, he, he passed away, uh, cause he, um, you know, he had, he dealt with alcoholism. And so, uh, he kind of had, uh, I think we don't know for sure cause we didn't do an uh, autopsy, but, uh, pretty sure it's like liver, liver failure and things of that nature. But, um, you know, and, and that's why my parents got divorced is because is of, you know, he had a hard time with drinking and things like that. And, um, you know, but the thing about it is, is, you know, actually when I was in high school, I started living with him more because he was a little bit more lenient than my mom. So I was able to like, you know, go and come as I please and just have a little bit later curfew and things of that nature. Okay. And then as uh, once I joined the military, he was actually near the base that I was at. So I was able to visit him on the weekends or, or whenever I wanted to. And so, uh, you know, in, in my adult life, you know, my I was starting to really understand like the stuff that my dad was going through because I kind of went through the same stuff and not not alcoholism because I mean, I drink, but I don't I never had that type of issue, thankfully. And um, and and but what I found is that you know, as I got older, I started to see more and more and more the the difficulties that he was going through as an individual that would see through as a father and as a, a husband. And then that's when I started really, really realizing that, you know, there's more that goes along with your parents than 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 you than you realize. And so that's why, like, yeah, when I parent my children now, I definitely try to make sure that anything that I go through that doesn't have anything to do with them, it needs to be cut off right then and there and never really uh, trickles down to them. Uh, and then at the same time, you know, just just knowing that they they are perceptive <laughs> to you know children actually catch on to a lot of stuff, and so I try to make sure yeah. that you know if they do try to you know if they do catch on the stuff, then maybe I try to in their understanding anyway that you know make it a little bit easier for for them to know. But obviously, I have two under two, so it's not yeah it's not that much you know. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm sitting them down and having a talk, but at the same time, there's little subtle things that, that happen. And, and so I think all around before I became a parent, all those things came into play and, and they weren't maybe in the forefront of my mind, but they would obviously molded me to, to where I am now to where, you know, I, I have my children, my own, and they, they were always kind of a, a, a thought process that I had that when I became a parent, I made sure that they were, you know, a parent that, that it was, you know, a, a point of emphasis really. I think it's it's one of those things I know when I became a parent, I didn't consider, and you're considering this more on the front end, like I'm still living my own story. I still, I'm also, I'm like a daughter and a sister and a friend and a woman and a wife and a, like, you're all of these things, not just a mom. And um, mm -hmm. that you're creating the story of your life every single day while you're trying to mold the story of your kid's life and how sometimes that clashes for sure for sure I'm glad that you're recognizing that early on and I mean even at kids at a young age if there is alcoholism if there is abuse they're being raised in whatever environment that they're in 
And so it's, they're going oh, yeah. to, they become a product of their environment. I was a runner. My kids yeah. ran with me, you know, they kind of that sort of thing, but to shield them from that, because you saw that growing up, that was, that's amazing to do so early on because you can't stop the story of your life from happening. It's going to keep happening. Um, yeah. But that crossover, yeah. that's awesome. And two under two is fun. Yeah. I think it's fun. No, no, it is. It, it definitely. I. Uh, I mean, I'm glad we're. Well, because you know, obviously, I'm I'm 36 right now. My wife is uh, two years older than I am. So we're we're definitely once we got married, we knew that if we wanted a family, we would have to start pretty quickly. And and so, you know, and and I I wouldn't. And that's the thing is, we both were career oriented. And so, uh, when we got married, we knew that it'd be just fine. Uh, you know, moving along as as quickly as possible, just because. Uh, you know what? What I really found is that chaos is going to happen no matter what. So, and and they actually say now that you know one is pretty difficult because you're always having to you're the entertainment. Yeah. And two is a little bit easier when they get to a point that they can entertain themselves. Obviously, we're not there yet, but 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 it'll happen. And so, and then three is just you know by the time that happens, uh, if it happens, you know my my daughter who's the oldest, she'll be you know, old enough to where she can really start helping out around the house and stuff like that. So, the, you know, it all kind of, you know, like I said, it's, it's, you know, there's always going to be problems. It's just whether or yeah. not it's, you know, a problem that you're, you're really embracing or if it's something that you're, you know, trying to shoo away. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I want to jump in. You mentioned being in the military. Your dad was in the military also. Oh, no, he just, yeah, he lived close by to the base. Okay, close I'm from to the North base. Carolina. So when I was Got at it. Fort, yeah, when I was at Fort, it was Fort Bragg, now it's Fort Liberty. Yeah. But when I was there, uh, he was close by. Actually, most of my family was, but he was the closest uh, during that time, Got it. Uh, just because he was about an hour away. And so, yeah, and yeah, so I, I joined the military, and I knew when I was in the military that I didn't want to really settle down and have a family, just because the deployment cycles are, are pretty tough on on family. And I, I knew just not even like that I'll be that my kids would be going through it is that, that I would be going through it because I even have a little bit of uh, separation anxiety when I leave uh, for certain jobs uh, just for like a night or two uh, to where um, you know I, I really you know not saying that I think something bad's going to happen or something like that but at the same time it's it's still like you know I, I get a little bit anxious when when I'm away from my family and things like that and so I knew in the military I didn't want to put myself in that situation so I decided to hold off on all that and then actually it wasn't until when I met my wife I knew right pretty quickly that that she was the one and so I, I decided and my contract was a year out so I'll, I'll be able to leave active duty within a year so I decided we did long distance because she was here in Maryland and I was in North Carolina and then um, once I got out I joined the National Guard here in Maryland and then that's when we got married and then started a family so everything worked out to where I never had to deploy uh, with the family and and I know a lot of people do it and and it works out just well well statistically obviously there's a lot of divorce in the military well there's a lot of divorce everywhere I guess and uh, but you know deployments don't help it and so you really have to be on top of things when you deploy with a family like communication has to be top-notch uh, systems have to be in place and things of that nature and you know, it's doable it's just very difficult and um, so yeah, once, once I got out and, and joined the National Guard, which I wasn't going to, going to deploy there, that's when we started our family. Right. And then, uh, you know, now, you know, like I said, two under two and, and I'm able to, 
Um, actually, this past three years, I've been kind of one writing the book, going back to school and things of that nature. So I've been at home more than, than anything else. And so I've kind of been playing that uh, stay at home dad role where, you know, my, my wife has been more the breadwinner. And so, uh, and so, yeah, it's been a very, uh, I think, you know, my experience on everything is a little bit more unique just because, you know, a lot of dads, I mean, I think it's more prevalent now, but, you know, obviously yeah. the, the stereotype stereotypically the the dad would be working and the mom would stay home and things like that but you know I've had a very unique experience when it comes to that I think that's amazing and supportive and fantastic and I'm glad that it's happening more just because sometimes it's not the right decision for the man to work and the woman to stay home it's it's not yeah. the right dynamic so I'm glad that 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 has shifted and I love seeing dads more involved I do want to back up though you spent over 10 <laughs> years in the army special forces and I want to thank you for your service. Right. Oh, no problem. I was I was Air Force dependent. Uh, yes, deployments half the year he was gone, and we're not married anymore. So, but I loved being in the military. I have to say, I love being a military dependent, okay. and I I do know how challenging yeah. it is with or without a family. So, thank you for that. Thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. Oh, no problem. Oh, no problem. It's no big deal. I was yeah, just army uh, special. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> Well, well, and that's the thing, you know, my wife always get, uh, not gets away, but she, she laughs when I have that response and, and really have that response because, you know, it was a job I got paid for it. And so it's, it's not like, you know, if it was a volunteer service and I never got paid and, you know, they put me in these bad situations, that'd be one thing, but, uh, I mean, I got compensated so it definitely. And I enjoyed it actually. I, um, you know, I enjoyed the deployments. I enjoyed training. I enjoyed all that. And, and so it wasn't really, I actually tell people, um, the whole time uh, that I was doing it, I never felt like I had a job. It was just something that I did. Like it, mm. I showed up for it and then I got paid for it. And that's just what it was. And so that's why, you know, I know a lot of people, uh, whether it's military or not, they get in these jobs and it just, it's a grinding, you know, sort of uh, lifestyle to where there's like, man, I don't want to go to work. And, you know, maybe I had more, I'm not a morning person. So I had mornings to where I didn't want to wake up just because I was tired, but I never had mornings that I dreaded going to work just because, it was work, you know, I actually enjoyed what I did. So that's why, I mean, that's truly why I have that response is just because, you know, I, I didn't feel any, I mean, I'm not saying the military is fun, but it, it definitely, it was, it was, you know, the type of hardship that I can deal with, you know, so to speak. So I just think it's not easy. The military isn't always easy and special forces takes a unique breed of personality. And so I think it's amazing that you did it. And then I love the I love that you really wanted to do that and you were conscious of how difficult it would be on a family, especially special forces, knowing that you were gone in that situation would have been different or there could have been more of a concern because the danger was potentially higher. I mean, I get that. That was very conscious. You've made some really very conscious decisions on the front end instead of like, oops, like I'm married and I'm in special forces and it's really hard on my family or I've had kids and I'm not around. Yeah. Like you're making them very early. Yeah. I think that that's amazing. Um, so you're in, you were in special forces, but that ties into your book and you mentioned your book and it's behind you and I pre-ordered it. So oh, oh, thank you. Book. <laughs> yep. um, I try to order a, Every time somebody, uh, I guess, has a book, I try to order it. So, but I'm excited about this. I pre-ordered it, so I won't get it yet. 
but this is very exciting. So now segue in, I know you had a one-year-old, is she almost a year and a half now? Uh, she's going to be two Thursday, actually. So okay, her so your kids are all, just almost two years apart. Okay, so mm -hmm. um, I know, like, we have that timeline, the military, you were completely out of the military in February of 2023. So when did the book happen, and how did the book happen? How did those conversations come up? Yeah, so uh, actually, at that point in time, uh, I wanted to because I, I do have a startup too obviously the book falls under the startup it, it's more so um you know the startup is, is about like self-defense consulting and things of that nature but i wanted something to launch it and 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 what it was at first is i was thinking about doing uh you know they have those online courses you can subscribe to and i was thinking about creating a course and, and putting it online that people can kind of just watch and, and go through but then i realized how much involved you know with production and you know, the yeah. video stuff and all that, and which I'm not there yet. And I would have to pay for someone to do it. And so it was just easier to write a book. And my granddad, actually, he was a, a pastor and he wrote a couple books. And so not saying that I'm a writer uh, or anything like that, but it just, it felt right to write the book at that particular point in time. And, uh, and so, so yeah, that, that's how it kind of initiated. It's just one day I was on the edge and then one day, you know, that's normally how my decisions go. I'm, uh, teeter you know teeter and totters and then all of a sudden i'm just like i'm just going to do it and so i did it um and then i started writing it and so it it initially was supposed to be just a straight up like self-defense book to where it wasn't going to it doesn't go into it it wouldn't anyway because i do think that physical uh techniques should be taught uh in person because there's no way that you'll be able to understand uh hand-to-hand -hand stuff or or firearms training and, and things of that nature from a book. I mean, maybe there's some people that can learn like that, but I know, uh, you know, the way I learn and, and things of that nature, it's, it's better in person. And so what ended up happening, I, I was writing the book that way, but then I, as I was writing it, I was really putting in kind of my two cents when it comes to uh, mindsets and, you know, confidence and empowerment and things of that nature. And so it really turned into like a self-development book. Which I do think that self-defense is kind of self-development. I go, you know, I go off the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and obviously, I think that you know each need, uh, when it's fulfilled in any way, the skills that fulfill it are kind of transferable skills, and they help you out with the next level, and as you go all the way up until your self-actualization. So that's kind of how I treated it: is that every time you you kind of put this layer of self-defense on there, that's another skill that you're learning that's transferable transferable to other parts of your life and so it really became right. like a self-help self-development uh, self-developmental book and that's how I market it now and so but yeah so and then I was as I was writing it obviously being a new father a lot of my um you know parental kind of mindsets were starting to push in it that's why you know part of the subtitle is to protect your loved ones because that's that's definitely a big thing and and self-defense although it has self it's defense of other people as well I don't think self-defense is just, you know, your individual as a person. Right. So, you know, it, it really, I wanted to put in those concepts of how to protect others, especially when you're responsible for them and, and things of that nature. Uh, and, and so that's how, you know, the book got started that way. I wrote it. Um, I mean, it probably took me six months and then really it's been kind of the marketing and, and getting it, the production aspect of it that's right. taking a little bit longer just because I actually did buy in to uh, um, you know a company that helps me out with that 
And, uh, and you know, and I, actually, I'm not going to blame them. I'm going to blame myself because I went through uh, th three or four rounds of developmental editing uh, or, um, yeah, uh, editing. And uh, just because I wanted to make sure that, you know, it's not, everybody says done is better than perfect and it is but at the same time you know i definitely knowing that this is such a sensitive topic i wanted to make sure that everything was not not you know not that it sounds great or anything like that but at least people comprehend it because what's the point of me writing a book if, if no one understands the concepts and it's very con uh, conceptual so that's why i had to make sure that it was easy to understand and that people that didn't have any type of background in this type of subject matter would be able to pick it up and, and easily uh, digest it uh, within a reading or two. I completely understand the writing and how it morphs into something different. Um, I'm a published author also. And, and also the editing, because you're always, I swear, no matter how many people go through it, there's always going to be a typo. There's like, I don't know how, oh, yeah. but yeah. it still happens, you know, and trying yeah. to get that great. I, I like how it morphed for you through just writing it and then through becoming a parent. And I agree. I don't think self-defense mm -hmm. is just you. I have my CCW and you go through a lot of training or you should go through a lot of training, you know, to mm -hmm. get your CCW and to maintain it. And yeah. the whole point of having that is that nobody else ever knows. And hopefully nobody else ever will know because you never have to use yeah. it. But knowing how to use it and when to use it and where and all of that stuff. I mean, I'm guessing you go through a lot of that. The title of your book, though, um, it's not just the physical aspect of it. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, Fight for Your Best Life is the, the main title. And and at first I was going to uh, you know, it's going to be titled fight for your life and your was going to be emphasized, but the, my coach, uh, he wanted to put the best in there to really bring it home. That that's really, truly what it is. Cause the first two sections of the book deal with, uh, awareness and, uh, analytical processes. The first section is internal awareness and understanding yourself as a person. And then the section, uh, second section is more about external factors that might deal with self-defense, uh, you know, scenarios and things of that nature. And so, you know, being, you know, there, there's five sections. So that's two out of five of, of the one, you know, with, uh, concerning, um, you know, an analytical process and mindsets and, you know, conceptions that need to be understood before we even jump into the preparing and prevention and things of that nature. And, and so that's why, um, and, and it truly is because I want everything to align for the individual and that family. Like, a, you know, like you said, you have your concealed carry. So, you know, if someone doesn't like firearms, I'm not going to go tell them to buy a firearm and, and, and start right. using it as part of their self-defense plan. Because, you know, people, one, we only do what we're interested in one, you know, for one thing or, or pay attention to it. So if I go tell you to do that, you're probably ne never going to use it anyway, even if you did buy it. And then it's just another useless tool that you happen to have around your house, not to mention dangerous now that it, no right. one knows Correct. how to use it. But, uh, and so that's why, like, you know, I want people to understand themselves uh, so that they can better align their goals when it comes to self-defense and then also beyond, obviously, uh, because it all kind of aligns. Um, and it kind of goes back to kind of my mindset of, um, you know, how I was telling you in the beginning how, you know, uh, how before I even started my family, I kind of already had 
a mindset of how I would be as a father. And and this is more so uh, how, how it would be in the book to where you already have that mindset of how you would start conducting, not conducting, but, you know, really planning and preparing for self-defense. And, and I don't think you should go in it just saying, oh, okay, well, I'm going to learn jujitsu or I'm going to buy a shotgun or something like that. It should be right. very focused on who you are as a person and what you have going on in your life. And then that all revolves around each other, meshes together. So it's seamless. And so it doesn't feel like it's anything outside of your normal. It's just, a, you know, it's, it's just something that is it's another aspect of your life instead of putting something on it. It's just something that happens to to fall into place uh, seamlessly. So that's why I wanted uh, this book to really have a self-developmental feel because it truly is, because self-defense isn't the goal, right? Self-defense is right. is a necessity because of how the world is and how the world has always been. Uh, but at the same time, the true goal is to, to reach you know, self-actualization, your purpose, uh, being able to uh, fulfill your goals. And that's the goal. And, and, the, and the, just the means of it is the fact that we're saying, hey, you have to be safe, you have to be protected to be able to reach those goals. And that's why uh, I think the book is so important. And that's why I molded the book to be or formed the book to be more so around self-development than I did just purely self-defense, because it's more to it than that. There's a lot more to it. And you're right. I mean, I might be comfortable with one thing and somebody else isn't, but the biggest, the, it doesn't matter what tools you're using. One of the biggest issues is that you have to be, you have to be comfortable with it, but it, you have to be aware. I just think it's really fascinating and, and makes so much sense that you're um, diving in so much to personal development, really having people uh, self-reflective on that. And, um, I know that part of it, you go through just like your awareness. I think we're very, we're not very aware as a society. We're very at, at mm -hmm. to what is going on around us, you know, and, um, that is yeah. huge. We're very distracted, very distracted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think those things are really important as reminders for people, that um if you don't even realize something's going on you're it's over before it began so um yeah. i think that's fantastic just i'm really excited about the book how has writing the book has i know the your family and being a dad and the second baby coming and being married and the special forces like there's this list of things that impacted the book how much did the book impact the other direction did you learn a lot about yourself um i know it switched gears or yeah was there an yeah. impact in the other direction it, um, so it uh, i mean yes i say actually i tell this to my wife all the time to where i do think there is some type of therapy involved when uh, yep. writing down your thoughts uh, uh, and so i'd say uh, for for me personally that's probably what it was to where you know, because I do mention my dad a little bit, especially in the, the last section I deal with uh, the aftermath of, of a self-defense scenario. Now, obviously, I didn't lose him in that type of scenario, but, you know, I, I just talk about it from the, the aspect of losing someone unexpectedly and, and just kind of give my example of it. And, and so as I'm, uh, yeah, because that's the thing is the first four sections are very you know, straight to the point, uh, there's really no kind of 
you know, it's very tactical in a way, and there's not really a lot of emotion behind it. But obviously, Section 5 being the aftermath and dealing with, you know, PTSD or um, dealing with trauma and things of that nature, you know, I definitely had to kind of dive a little bit deeper in myself and really figure out, you know, one, the way that I deal with trauma, and then two, my perspective on it, because, you know, that that's really what books are about, right? There's tons of books out there that, you know, they all claim to be subject matter experts and things like that. And they, maybe they are, but truly what it is, it's just another perspective. And that's really what I think, like, instead of taking books for 100% truth, like uh, a lot of people do, especially, you know, how us as society, yeah. we really like, oh, if it's in a book, you know, especially like a history book, it's got to be true. And it's like, well, no, someone wrote that and they had biases and stuff like that. So, right. you know, that's why, you know, books are just a perspective. And, and so, you know, my book is, you know, my perspective. And so when I was diving into Section 5, The Aftermath, I really was having to, like, reach down and, and, and figure out um, truly the way I deal with trauma and how I look at it. And, and that's just what I put on, on the paper. And, and, and that's kind of like, you know, that was a little bit of self-reflection there and, and a little bit, obviously, of um, which, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't, you know, the first year after losing my dad, I every day was a struggle because I could remember exactly, you know, all the details that that was happening leading up to. And then eventually, you know, this kind of fade away. And then that's when you realize that you're starting to really recover. And then, but, you know, writing it through the book, um, you know, not saying that I had like a PTSD moment or anything like that, but it's obviously a little emotional because I'm really thinking about what was going on at the time. And so it's, yeah. you know, bringing back memories and things like that. And so, and then, but at the same time, I do think there was a little bit of uh, an additional recovery, uh, maybe something that I hadn't tapped into before that I did this time just by writing the book uh, so that, you know, so there was a little bit of, because I'll talk about in the book, you know, never, no one ever gets back to a hundred percent. That's not how, yeah. that's not how it is because, you know, loss is loss and, and you're never going to recover that, that part of your, your, your life and, and your, um, you know, how your life was beforehand. But at the same time, there, there are ways to just progressively get better and better and better over time, whether it's a small step, big step, or whatever that looks like. And so I do think that the book did that for me when it came just, uh, you know, just giving me a little bit more recovery when it came to understanding my, the loss that I went through and, you know, how it impacted me. And then at the same time, just understanding life and death in general, because it's definitely something that beyond our understanding, but it's, it's an everyday process. Yeah. I, I love that you pointed that out because you've been in situations that I haven't been in, in the military and then situations that I have been in losing someone unexpectedly. And those are very different things, you know? Um, so whether it's what somebody has gone through and their upbringing or, and trauma looks different for everyone. I mean, it can be a car accident for one person that someone else doesn't think is that big of a deal. So um, I yeah. love that you said that. I think writing is very cathartic and um, really can help people on their journey. So you did it through a book. You don't have to write a book to go through that. But definitely there's lots of science about being outside and writing things down for sure with an actual pen and paper. Yeah. Um, so I love yeah. that you brought that up. John, thank you so much for being on today. Congratulations on your little one who's less than a month old right now as we're, oh, as we're you. recording. Yeah. 
Um, so good. And all of your contact information is below. Uh, the book is in the pre-release right now, but you can go on and grab a copy for yourself and get it when, as soon as it's released. So I'm encouraging people to do that. And I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I, you know, obviously this is probably a little outside of your normal interview, but, you know, I do think that every parent should really kind of understand that, you know, well, one more so to relieve the anxiety, because that's one thing right. I, I actually bring up. The anxiety is always there as a parent. And, right. and this, this is what this book is is supposed to do is to get you in a good spot so that you don't really have that anxiety and that fear anymore. And you're able to live your life and allow your children to live their life too, uh, without, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, just unnecessary kind of stress and, and things of that nature. So I'm glad uh, that so you I brought hope, that uh, up. I hope, uh, you know, a lot of parents, yeah, I hope a lot of parents are, are able to to realize that's the value in self-defense. It's not just, obviously, it's the tangible tangible uh, protection, but it's also the mindset of, of stress release and uh, or relief and, and things of that nature. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely.